Love Talk Radio. <clears throat> hello, hello. Good evening, good evening, good evening. <coughs> I'm eating, got something caught in my throat. <clears> throat> Excuse me. <coughs> Y'all got to wait. Okay. Well, while he's clearing his throat, I just want to welcome everybody to another Royal Blues broadcast. Um, I think we missed last Thursday was Thanksgiving. We forgot all about it. Enjoying family. And um, tonight we'll just be talking about um, our experiences what we've um, been through since we've been on, since we, the last time we talked, a lot has, has transpired. Um, we almost lost everything in a fire um, due to a negligent um, neighbor of ours that was burning leaves. This, uh, go ahead and introduce the show and, and thank our partners and everything. So before we get into all that, um, thank God for today. Thank God for his grace and mercy. I thank God for, for all that he do that we know we don't even know about. I thank God for protecting each and every, every one of us and those who are listening. Father God, we thank you. I want to thank uh Elder Oliver and his wife for providing this platform, Chaos Block Talk Radio. It is truly a blessing, not only for my family, but for anybody that uses the platform. It's a blessing. <coughs> Still. And and you provide that, that platform, Elder Oliver, and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing that. Uh, may God continue to bless you and your family. May God continue to keep you. And thank you again. Um, this is the Royal Blues Radio Podcast. I think that's what we call it. I think something different every week. I don't know, Royal Blues or the Royal Bluettes or just some royal people. Uh, radio Podcast, uh, this, this this evening, we do this every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Um, and I want to thank you again, Oliver, for the uh, platform. So tonight, I think... <coughs> Oh, this food. Um, I know I have my wife on. I think I think I got my middle daughter on, Vanessa. Not sure it's my youngest daughter, uh, Aja, is on. But uh, I just want to – the grace that I've been given, I want to extend to y'all because it's running over. My plate is full, full of grace and full of mercy. And I want to give that to my family, so – and I thank each and every one of you for what you do, how you do it, when you do it, and how you live your life. And I appreciate you. you make me prouder every day. So that's that. All right, y'all go ahead and have a great show. Well, I just want to thank everybody again for joining us. Um, I thought he was going to go ahead and take us in to what happened because we wasn't here last Thursday. I mean, the last, um, what was it? The, oh, yeah, last Thursday we wasn't here, but the 
week prior to that Thursday, um, our whole front yard got, uh, was caught on fire. And um, we wasn't here. My husband just got home, um, coming from Walmart. And um, he got a knock on the door from a neighbor across the street letting us know that our yard was on fire from our neighbors that's beside us. He was burning leaves. My husband saw the guy out there, um, I guess, putting his, the um, um, the leaves and the branches in a pile before he walked in the house. And the guy evidently lit it and went back in his house. And um, next thing you know, yeah, we got a knock on the door. Well, he got a knock on the door. My husband got a knock on the door saying that it was a fire. I just thank God for the angel that knocked on the door. You know, a lot of times people would just look at something. I had a neighbor to tell me that they had passed by the house and they was wondering what happened. <laughs> and I looked at the neighbor like, I didn't say anything, but what went through my mind, what do you think happened? I mean, our house. My grass is on fire. And I just thank God for the angel that lives across the street, you know. And we, we, I want to, I want to, I want to word this correctly. We as people, we quick to judge people on how people should be or how people are or whatever, whatever. And um, I'm not saying this is why he did it. But I'm just saying how we extended, you know, our welcome. They're new neighbors. They just moved in a couple of months ago. And um, we did something nice for for the family um, a couple of weeks ago, saying that that's the reason why he did it. But what if we was one of those nasty neighbors, you know, and like the other person just passed by, I wonder what happened. Not that we were nasty to that person, but I'm just saying how people how people are. But that's why we have to be so careful to treat everybody how you want to be treated because you never know when you're going to need somebody. We needed just a knock on the door just to tell us that, you know, our grass was on fire. Our whole house could have went up in smoke. Okay? But be, maybe, I don't know, maybe he would have knocked on the door anyway. But being nice to somebody, if we was, like I said, was those nasty neighbors that was mean and thought we was better than everybody or, you know, just stuck up or just just nasty, would we have gotten a knock on the door? We don't know. But we just know that we were nice to those neighbors that just moved in, you know, and we got the knock on the door from the neighbor. So... We just need to just, you know, be mindful and be the light that I've all, I always talk about. We have to be the light that, that and the Jesus that people see. People that may never read their Bible. People may never know about Jesus. But guess what? We can open up that door to introduce them. It says, love and kindness have I drawn me. We have to be nice to people so they can be drawn to us. 
okay? We have to. And I just thank God for just that knock, just one knock. Well, I'm not going to say he did not once. He knocked a couple of times because it took a minute for my husband to come to the door. But I'm just thinking, you know, thinking of that, it's just, you know, I just love God and how strategic he is on how he do things. And that really had me thinking, even with um, when my husband told me about it, I was, we were out um, um, giving out Thanksgiving boxes that Saturday. And um, he called me right as we was finishing up. And he was like, you ain't, no, let me back up. And I do believe that we were spared. The first thing he said when he saw it, oh, he said, oh, shoot. No, he didn't even say shoot. He said, oh. And he took his gloves off and said, Jesus Christ. Just calling on the name of Jesus. I believe, crazy enough to believe, that that's what spared our home for being, we have vinyl siding. Even with him spraying, he had um, a little five-pound um, fire extinguisher. And if anybody know about fire extinguishers, five pounds is not a lot. The fire department don't know why that vinyl didn't go up, even with the spray that he sprayed from the heat. And how close it got to our fence that he didn't get the spray on the bottom of our um, of our fence. They don't. It, it just it was it's crazy. And when he called me, he was like, "Baby, you ain't gonna believe this." And when he told me what happened, I'm just thinking, you know, it was just a, a little bit of. I mean, the the the, um, the grass is just burnt, and you know, in sections. When I pulled up to see how bad it was, it was like, wow, that is God's hands of protection all the way around. And I don't even know if he sprayed the mailbox or not. Matter of fact, I don't even think he sprayed the mailbox or that little line that goes to our cars. I don't think I, I, I can ask him once if he get back on. But I don't think he, he sprayed down there. The mailbox was, wasn't even – Burnt. If we have a plastic mailbox, even around when we drive up in the driveway, it was it wasn't burnt on the edges. And the way the wind was blowing, I have it posted on our um on our page of the um of the fire and the aftermath. And if you look at it, it's like it's crazy. I'm like, wow. God, this is really God's hedge of protection. When I prayed that prayer when that coronavirus, and we can't wait to the tragedies hit to pray. And that's the thing. I prayed before this hit. I've been praying about the hedge of protection around my family. And but I, one thing I didn't add was my um, my yard. <laughs> but I'm gonna add that. I'm gonna I'm gonna start adding other things to it. But God, what I tell you, if you guys, whoever is under the sound of my voice, don't believe that there's a Jesus Christ, and he has a hedge of protection that covers us, okay? He will cover you. If things going to happen, yes, they're going to happen. If the word lets you know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper, it's not going to say things are not going to happen. 
but it's going to work out for your good. It's not going to prosper. It's not going to do what it set out to do. It's not going to do the harm that it set out to do. Now, it's going to shake you a little bit. Maybe it's shaking you just to pull you a little bit closer and to die or just to pray a little bit more, you know. But that made me, this is this making me pray a little bit more and adding on to my prayers. So things like this happen for me to draw me closer to Christ and to make me pray more on things that I've left out. Does anybody else have anything to say? Vanessa, Alton. About Rick, this or the week? About what, your week, period, or anything. It doesn't matter. Uh, one, I do thank God for protecting y'all's home and for, for protecting y'all. Um, yeah, that. Um, about our week, I guess I'll just say that I just kind of came to a place of, um, well, I guess the last two weeks, yeah. Just a place of, um, how do I, dang, hold on, y'all. I guess just doing with what God would want us, I can't say us, I say me, to do in my relationship with him. It's like I've been, I don't know, I always say, like, I'm building my relationship with God. I'm building, I'm building. I have faith. Like, it's always a emotion of, like, um... How do I explain it? Lord, please give me the words. It's always a motion of the future. Like, it's always looking for the future, right, versus a now type of faith or a now type of relationship with God. It's always like a building or I'm working towards this in the future, something in the future that I can see versus what am I going to do with my faith right now? So, um. With that being said, just kind of getting serious, not kind of, I have just been in a place of getting serious about um, what God has placed me on earth to do, I guess you could say. Like, I'm saying a lot of I guess because stuff like this do be scary. I guess not, uh, sorry. I'm still working through the motions. This is recent. But, like, just what am I, what do I feel called to do? What do I feel like? is on the other side of fear in my life, you know, the things that I really would need faith for, the things that I'm building this relationship with God for. Like, it's not just for me to, me personally to stay comfortable. It's not for me personally just to be content. Um, of course, contentment is good, but not in a, I don't like contentment when I know God has, is pushing me further. When God is pushing me forward, that's not a time to be content. So, um, yeah, just working on not always looking to the future of what can be all the way out there. Like, what am I going to, what am I doing with my faith right now? Like, what can happen right now for me in my life, you know? So, um, yeah, and just kind of branching out in knowledge, listening to different seminars and podcasts and audio books and stuff like that, just to broaden out my knowledge and, um, you know, hearing from different people in in life or whatever that have what I what I desire like how did y'all get it what steps did y'all take to get there you know what I mean like a now thing like what can I do right now to get to where I want to be where how can I use my faith to get to where I want to go you know if I um somebody had told me I was kind of they just kind of asked me what are my goals what I want to do 
you know, my purpose, things like that, getting to know each other or whatever. And he had he had told me, he was like, um, well, if you're God's favorite, why do you not feel like, you know, if you're God's favorite, why are you letting fear keep you from, I forgot how he worded it, but just kind of let it, like, trying to make me realize that if I'm a child of God, if I'm a royal priesthood, if I'm God's favorite, why can't I have what I want? You know, why can't I go after the things that, would require that faith that I claim that I have, you know, instead of staying so complacent and just always wanting or, yeah, one day I'm going to get it. One day I can't wait till God, you know, answers the promises on my life. You know, it's like, what if that promise can be answered now? What are you doing to move, to, to get that promise done? What are you doing to allow those things to be fulfilled in your life? You know, so, yeah, I don't. I kind of don't want to prematurely just announce what I want to do, but it's. I, I made a um solid decision today of what I want to do as far as I guess. I guess you could. It's not necessarily career, but um, just my life for the next year, maybe year and year two years, but um, yeah. So just made a decision, and it's going to require a lot of faith. It is, but. I do want to kind of like, you know, utilize the faith that I do have and not allow me to look back. You know, I'm 23. I don't want to look back and I'm, you know, a certain age and I'm like, oh, I wish I would have did this when I was young and kicking. You know, like this is the age to try things. This is, this is the age to branch out. This is the age to go for it. This is the age while you're young and while you got it, you know, and I don't, you know, shoot, this is the age also. Like I, the the person I was talking to also was saying like, your ducks are already in a row, like, as far as, like, to do, to, to, the ducks are already in a row, you're the only one stopping yourself from doing what you want to do, and that was, that was facts, and even, like, a prophecy that I received, my, a pro, I was, I was wanting a prophecy, but once I got to a place, I was, I've always wanted a prophecy, nobody ever just came to me and been like, you know what, I'm a prophesy over you, that never happened to me, but it was one day last year, this happened, and the prophecy was was something I like just confirmation, yeah, something I already seen from God. So just being in a place now of you know what I'm ready to fulfill, you know what God has already put in my life, put on my heart, and um, yeah. And the, what was I about to say with that? Um, what was I about to say with that? It's just gonna require your favor, yeah. Why can't I? Why don't I want to walk in the fullness of what God has for me? And it is because of fear. Things can be scary. Things can be fearful, but that's what faith is for. So, you know, um, another, the scripture that came to me with all of this was Romans 8 and 28 of all things work together for the good of those that love God. Wait, I want to read it exactly how it was written. Hold on. Give me one second. Um, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose. So like, you know, just getting the revelation of it's not just some things that work together, it's all of them, you know, all things, not just the things that feel safe or the things that feel like, okay, in my power, I can, you know, I have some control over this, not just the things you have control over, it's all things work together. So just trusting God with that. You know, the things that I may not think would work out, he said all of them. So putting those in his hands. So, yeah, just being in the place of stretching out on faith and actually utilizing my relationship with God. If I am, I call myself one of his favorites, then I should be able to walk on water, you know. 
if I call myself one of his favorites and I have all this faith, I should be able to, you know, move mountains, you know. So, yeah, and Jesus let us know that we will do greater things, you know, once he went up to heaven. Like, we will do greater. So it's like I'm just in a place and ready to walk in greater, you know, walk in that good, walk in the fullness of what God created me to be. So, yeah, that was my, like, two weeks is just having a, re- a revelation or epiphany that God has placed something within me, and I'm the only one holding myself back from that. I'm the only one holding myself back from my promise and my purpose. So, yeah, my ducks are in a row already. I just got to walk in it. So, y'all, just pray for me. <laughs> really, pray for me. The scripture that came to my mind was, um, faith without works is dead. And a lot of people walking around with a lot of faith, but they're not working with the faith that they say they have. And that's where that complacency is. It's, it's, it's set in just where they are, but he gives us a measure. And our measure should be getting bigger and bigger as we get closer to him. Okay? So we have to come up. <laughs> we have to do better with trust. We have to do better with, you know, just, Believing and knowing who our God is and what he, you know, what he's done before, you know, and how far he's brought us. But he's brought us this far by faith. And if we just put forth, just like he was telling me, what was you telling me today? I have so many good ideas, but I don't execute them well. And a lot of times we depend on other people to execute what God called us to do. And we leave it on the back burner because we think we need all these people to help us. No, we don't need the people to help us. Just do go back to what he told you to do first. Finish that. Do what he told you to do. I'm talking about myself. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about nobody else. I'm talking about me. Perfect that which he's, he's already given you. Perfect that. Perfect it. And help others get to where... You are, and that's where I'm at now, helping others get to where where I'm at because he didn't give us all of this to, to keep to ourselves. It's to reach back and help others. And instead of going from here to there to there to there, I have yeah, I have a whole lot of different ideas, but guess what? A lot of times it's not for me to execute those ideas. It's just those ideas I need to just keep and just keep, doing what he called me to do, the the first thing that he told me to do, and perfect that and help others. And guess what? Those other ideas from the people that I'm helping, not saying that I'm looking for anybody to, to do anything for me while I'm helping them, but God will put people in the place that we want to do. But we have to stay in, stay in our lane and know what we're, where our lane is. And the good the ideas that I have, I'm still in my lane, but I don't know how to get there. So if I just keep doing what I'm doing, I know I'm gonna get there because guess what? I'm still doing what he called me to do, and it's getting better and better because I'm staying in my lane and I'm I'm staying focused on the main thing, and that's love and building and 
um, you know, bringing others, um, leading people, you know, to Christ. And, you know, it's all ministry. Everything is all ministry. And and something that you told me yesterday also, a lot of times we take um, the – it started off as a job. It started off as work. But if we if we just think about what we're doing every day and not think of it as, I'm talking about me, me making money and making a living, but as a ministry, it would be more effective because the love would flow and I wouldn't be so, ah, and yeah. I would always have Christ on my mind and the love of Christ on my mind instead of working and it's not, and things are not going according to, you know, my plan today. So now I'm like, hey, hey. no, if you, if, if I just think, keep, continue to think of it as ministry, this is ministry. And when you're doing ministry, you have to love people. You have to love his people, he, you have to, not just his people, you have to love, love all people. We can't just pick and choose who we love and who we want to be around. I only want to be around special needs people because they are the most pure and honest people on the earth, on this planet. And I just love them because they just tell, tell it like it is. But I can't just do that. I have to be around other people and love them where they are. And I used to I tell my kids all this all the time. If people show you who they are, believe who they are. Don't be so offended. We can't get so offended because somebody didn't lie. You know they're a liar. Why are you getting mad because they lied? You know they're a liar. Just accept them for who they are. And expect a lie to come out their mouth. And we'll get along with people more. Better. If we just accept people for who they are and pray for the people. Pray for them. You don't have to say it out loud and, you know, make them feel better. No. Pray for them, honestly. Just pray for them. And that's where I'm at. I just cannot, you know, hit somebody or keep be hitting people over the head because they're not doing or they're lying or if they, you know, stealing or, you know, I cannot do that. I can't. This is a ministry. And I have to love at all times, all times, even if somebody's telling a bold-faced lie in front of my face, and they, I know it's a lie, and they know it's a lie, and everybody else knows that it's a lie, but they, we have to accept people who they are. And that's where I'm at. And, and this, this couple of weeks, it has been humbling, and, and God has just been pouring in and just showing me, Ricky, this is ministry. It's not just a job. It's ministry. And that's why I'm at. I have to continue to show love. And it came through the conversation with you, Vanessa. And I thank God for you, sweetie. Keep holding me accountable. Keep that. That's why God honors us. Because we don't let each other get away with stuff. If we wrong, you wrong. And I love that about our family. Keep holding me accountable. 
I love you. Anyway, anybody, I love you, anybody else? and I love that. Yeah, I love that you're you're a person that can accept um, criticism well. Like, and I love that you allow me to. You you've been the person to like allow me to help me to speak my mind because you you used to always tell me when I was younger, practice with me. That's how you would say it. It's practice with me. Like, how do you feel, or what what do you you know what's on your mind, or what can I do? Like, practice with me because I'm there. I used to, I used to be a little more passive and a little more like you know I don't want to say it, mommy. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Like sometimes things. Like, I ain't take everything from you because one thing about you, you don't care about hurting no feelings. I ain't gonna take everything. But the fact that you will say what's on your mind, I used to not do that. Period. So I do appreciate you being a person to take accountability. I mean, yeah, take accountability and be able to take criticism. Because that can be hard, and um, it can be hard, and it can it's hard to even communicate, but you make it a little easy to be able to tell you how I feel because, yeah, you're able to take criticism. That's a good thing. And I appreciate you. I really do. I really do. Amen. Amen. So to put a lot of things into perspective and why things happen the way they do, if you're doing all you can do for others, I believe in my heart and I'm convinced that God will take care of you because what you do for God will always last. And he loves when we do for him to other people as he would do it. But he uses us to do it. And any calamities, issues, faults that happen in our lives, God protects us. So on what happened November 18th, Saturday, with the front yard, um, this is this is just my my testimony is is just you know it's not for everybody. I don't usually tell people a lot of stuff, but um when I left the house that Saturday, he was preparing to to burn a a pile of leaves and tree limbs and all that, and he's not the the most savvy outside guy. You know, so um, when I came back, he was burning it. We waved. This is right next door to my house, on the right-hand side of my house. And I go in the house and start, you know, getting ready to prepare to cook me something. I think I was cooking steak tacos, cutting up everything, chopping up everything. And um, so if you knock on my door, if I'm in the kitchen, I'm not going to really hear it unless you knock real hard. But when you run the doorbell, and I got the ring system where I can have the video. It's a very, very loud sound on my on my phone. So I open, as soon as I opened the door, I saw smoke. I come out of the door. This fire is coming across the yard real quick. And the guy, my across the street neighbor that knocked on the door, I run the uh, doorbell, he, he ran toward his house. I said, man, call. 911 for the fire department. So I didn't have even time to do that, according to the fire. 
So he made the call for me. Um, and the first thing I hollered out was Jesus Christ. It's just automatic. Not not saying to save the house or to save me. I just said Jesus Christ went in the house, got the fire extinguisher. And this fire extinguisher shouldn't have lasted the, as long as it did. I was able to come back out, go to the right side of the porch and spray right there by the bushes because the fire was right there two feet from the bushes. But I couldn't go all the way around, so I had to come back on the porch, go to the right side, and lean over and spray on the side of the house where the fire was all the way to the fence. A fire extinguisher ain't supposed to do all that. Then I came back out to the front of the porch and tried to spray a little bit more in front of the house. Then it ran out. And this fire is coming. I mean, it's coming. And I could not think of what I needed to get out of the house. I couldn't think of nothing but the two dogs in the house. That's it. No important paperwork. No nothing. Thank you, Jesus. And what just came to mind is that everything important to me was out of the house already. Kids wasn't there. And I went and got the water hose and started spraying. Wetting down as much as I can. The fire department came and sprayed down everything. But when it was all said and done, in front of the house, it's two feet of grass that's still there. On the side of the house, it's like three feet of grass still there. And when you have a house that has vinyl siding, all that should have melted. All that should have caught on fire. The house was not harmed. The front of the house was not harmed. And my wife said that was a hedge of protection, and I believe that. With the heat of that fire, it was so in, intense. I, I didn't. I was messed up the rest of the day, just thinking of how good God is. And if I hadn't have been here, all this would have been gone. But then again, I can't say that. God could have still protected without neither one of us here. So I said that to say this. Keep doing the ministry and what you do for your special needs um, clients, Nani. Keep stepping out on the word of God, getting bolder and bolder and bolder. Every Wednesday morning at 8 o'clock, you have a beautiful session. Explain it to all of us and those who are on Blog Talk Radio or even on your um, your live broadcast on our Instagram. You're doing a great job. Keep doing it. God will protect you in the background for any hurt, harm, and danger. Yeah, all things work for the good of those who love God, of course. So 
whatever happens in our life, good or bad, it may seem that way to us, but not to God. So keep stepping out on faith. Keep testifying about the mercies and the grace of God. It keeps extending it to us every day daily. It keeps dropping opportunities in our lap to do for him. Keep him first. And I keep thinking about November 18th on that Saturday, even to this day. Because every time I walk outside, I got to see it. And it just reminds me how good God is. And the fire, the fire department couldn't believe what they saw and not see something else should have happened. But it's by the grace of God who can do anything. And that's, uh, that's my spiel. I wanted to say, um, what did you say, Mom? I wanted to ask you. Go ahead. I asked you, Lynn. Go ahead. Um, when you said that all things work together, then you said it may look a certain way to us, like bad to us, but not to God. That's something else I've been like embracing, or kind of like saying as an affirmation, I guess, to myself. Like, this is only for the self-aware, though. It's only for the people that are self-aware. But the affirmation is that I can't, like, you can't make no wrong turn. Like, you can't make a wrong turn. But that's only for the self-aware I say that because that don't mean just start doing dumb stuff and saying that, oh, I can't do wrong because whatever. That No, it's just like sometimes we contemplate going left or right when it's like, or that and that keeps us complacent. That keeps you still. Like just because you keep saying, should I go left, should I go right, should I do this, should I do that? If you go left and it's the wrong turn, you learned a lesson. If you go right and it's the right thing, then boom, you're walking into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because, I don't know, things that don't go your way can also be the best thing that have ever happened to you. Like, how, just like, I don't know, like, you just, like, you saying the part of, like, it may look like that to us, but not to God. God uses all things to work together for our good. So you don't, you don't know what that situation could line you up for. And this just goes for anything, like, I don't know, just saying in a general sense, I guess, that things that may not look too well to you, God could have purpose for. Or even like, like I said, you can't really make a wrong turn. If you go left or if you go right, if you go left and it's not the way you were supposed to go, you turn around and you know not to go that way anymore. Like there's always a lesson in something that you do. So, yeah, all things work together for the good. So just step out on faith. Step out on faith. You're protected. You are like we have to really embrace the fact that we are protected. God got us, but you know what I'm saying for the good of those that love God. If you already got loving God down pat, you know you're a child of God. You are in that royal priesthood. You are one of His children. You're good. Like, what are you going to do with that relationship now? Like, it just shouldn't just stay there. You shouldn't stay the same. You shouldn't be the same person. If I'm going to believe in God and have all this faith, I would want something to be different. It would be no point then of all of this. I would want to be able to feel like I almost got superpowers. Like, I don't know, like, oh, my goodness. Like, I didn't even know that I could do that yet because that's God's power flowing through you. Like, that's God working through you. That's God's power. That's his light. Like, I would want something to be different about my life if I claim him. You know, so walk in that faith. So, yeah. He, he shows God shows his love um, 
by what we go through. Your situation can be the exact same situation as somebody else, and they went through it in a horrible way. And the same situation that can happen to you, you went through it unscathed, unhurt, like it never happened. But also keep in mind that God will not test us, things in front of us, to build our faith. Because we never know what's around the corner, right? So like the house that he saved, because I didn't save it. The house that he saved, which is my house. Um, I had a neighbor used to live across the street named Terry. He He owns his own heating and air company. And he has a huge contract with uh, rental homes where he's busy every day, all day, every day. And I told him, you know, well, my downstairs unit is not working so well. He said, Vic, I got you. Right? Last year, he replaced one of my I got two systems. Last year, he replaced one of my systems. And I think it, I asked, I said, Terry, how much is it? He said, man, don't, don't worry about it, man, because I always give him food when I cook. He said, don't worry. I said, no, 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 I, I'm going to pay you. I need to pay you. How much you want? He said, well, just give me 200 So I put a $500 check in his pocket, right, where it should have costed $10,000, right? So today he came and did my other unit, and this time he used all brand-new material the unit outside, which is a beautiful unit, upstairs in the attic, replaced all of that, all brand new. And I already made up on my mind, I'm going to give him a chunk of change, right? So I asked him, how much, care? Give me the real price. He said, no, I can't do that. My mama would kill me. I said, well, how much then? He said, 1900 I wrote a check. Gave it to him. I said, cash that anytime you want to. God made it possible for me to be able to do that in the house that he saved. See? When you can give somebody a $1,900 check and say, cash it whenever you want to, that money is going to always be there for you because I gave it to you. Testimony is is do what you can for anybody. Even if you think it, even if you see it, don't mean nothing to them. Do it anyway. Do what your heart tells you to do, and don't worry about a response. Don't worry about what you're gonna get on the on the backside. Don't worry about. Just let it go. Be free hearted with it. Jesus Christ walked this earth, raised the dead, those who were sick, wasn't appreciated, wasn't looking for anything in return. But what he did was show the love of his father and how much his father cared for us. Jesus did that for us to see God and his word, which is Jesus Christ, that no matter how we are, he still wants us. The better you do is good. Keep doing better. 
Get to a point in your life that you believe God. Get to a point where you can step out on his word. Because God's going to keep showing up and showing out. He's going to keep doing it until the day you die because he loves you that much. Stop all the complaining for wrong and apologizing later. Before the words come out of your mouth, you already know what you're going to say. As my wife said, catch a bubble. Be humiliated and somebody thinking they got over on you. Don't do How How do you think Jesus felt when he knew what they was going to say when they were scrutinizing him, when they were slapping him on the face, when they put a crown of thorns on his head, when he knew he was going to get pierced in the side, when he knew they was going to give him vinegar to drink, when he knew they was going to prosecute him and there wasn't nothing he could, there wasn't nothing that he could change because that was the will of his father. When he asked God to take this cup from me, but he said, nevertheless, let thy will be done. He was human. He thought about it. But he said, nevertheless, let your will be done. We got to get strong enough to not immediately get in a temper. We got to be strong enough to immediately recognize who God is. We got to be strong enough to immediately recognize that we don't belong to ourselves. But as much as you can do for others, do it. And even more. Well, look, I'm, I don't want to take up all your time, Tink. I'm look, gonna... I want to look. Yeah. Hold, on, hold on one second. Have we ever replaced these units since we've been here? Or this is the first time we've replaced No, no, no. These So the first unit lasted for 23 years. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Yeah. If you look, if I've asked, and I, I've, most units don't last but ten to fifteen years. The way that you use your your air conditioning, it only should have lasted ten to fifteen years. Well, see, that's, I was I was I was trying to get to that. Wait, so, hold up, all right. It's like the kid, the children in the when the people was in the wilderness when God sustained them, their shoes and their clothes. I mean, God is just that good. God is just that good. What air-conditioned unit that you run, you run that air-conditioned unit 24-7, and it'd be freezing in here. No way in the world that air-conditioned unit should have even lasted 23 years. What? Stop. Anyway, go ahead. What were you going to say? That's that's, uh, that's what Terry has always told me my ac guy he he has uh i've been knowing him for years he stayed across the street for years and he always if i have an issue he'll come right over service it take care of it right but he he told me he said man these units shouldn't last this long one unit lasted 23 years that's you know that was last year this is the 24th year and this one probably and this one finally just you know went belly up for God, to, you know, it's, and if you and if you drive through our subdivision, you'll see a lot of brand new units been out there for a long time, right? But I, I just, you know, 
I just thank God that he has taken care of this fool, that he has taken care of this man, so that my family wouldn't have a need or a want, that when they come in the house, turn on any light you want to, turn on any faucet in the house, it'll work. AC and heating is conditional based on the season. It's working, right? So it's, it's, I, I just thank God for taking care of me all this time, and he made it easy for me to pay the bills, easy. And I have never, ever asked my wife to pay any bill in the house, even to this day. Amen. Amen. <laughs> all the money she made, whoo. You know, another man would be a fool not to, but it's it's not on her. I pledge to take care of my family, put food on my plate, and my plate is full. Am I mad that, that I'm getting bigger now because I'm eating good? No, because I asked God for the food on the plate. And my plate is <laughs> so, so, so yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of things that man thought should have went bad a long time ago, but God kept them all this time. And he kept it every time to where I had the money to pay for it cash. Not when I didn't have. Wow. Everything that ever happened to my house or myself, I've always had the cash to take care of. Not here's a check this month or the next month. and, and then, No, cash. What's the amount? Here's a check. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, those units should have been one out years ago. Mm-hmm. It, they didn't, and that's by the grace of God. And, and a lot mm-hmm. of people, we, we cannot mistake what God does. We cannot mistakenly just not think about what he does. We can't. I, I'm, I'm reading... Oh, I had read First Kings, Second King, First Chronicles. I'm in Second Chronicles now, and it's about every king and their position, how they was and how they dealt, how they believed God or didn't believe God, and the ones that did believe God, as their father David did, God does so much for them. And and, and I found out the other day, uh, you would think that King David had many faults. That, that he he did God wrong in, in many things. When you read about him and his and his activities, but he didn't. The only fault God mentioned that David had was with Uriah's wife, because David was in a place he wasn't supposed to be in. He was at home when all the kings went out to fight to have war. He stayed home and he saw Uriah's wife bathing, and she was beautiful, and he took her. And he tried to set up her husband to 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 take her also when she had conceived, but Uriah didn't. So David had him killed in battle, but David killed the son that he conceived with Uriah's wife. But that is the only fault that God mentioned David had with him, and God blessed him to fight and to beat and to have dominion over every country around him that he warred with, that he won every war. So just because you have a fault 
or two or three or whatever it is. Don't think that God uh, doesn't love you. Don't think that God won't take care of you. God is the only one that can see your heart. God is the only one that will make a fool have a full meal. God is the only one that will clothe those in the mind that have lost their mind. See, and my wife deals with a lot of people that their mind ain't quite right. But God always puts on every special, every person he'll put in their mind something that they're articulate with, that they're perfect with, that they can do that amaze you. And you'd be like, man, ain't you mentally messed up? Ain't you artistic or whatever? But what their main thing they do, they do it well. Am I right, Ricky? Yeah. They got a net. All of them got a net. Yeah. So, but but anyway, just 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 keep doing for God. Uh, if you make a mistake, ask Him for forgiveness and keep it moving. Mhm. Amen. Amen. I have something to say, but I forgot it. But I do want I want to challenge um, everybody. December, I think December starts tomorrow. Um, how many weeks is in um, December? Let's see. There's oh, one, two. I think it's 30, 30 it's days. Four weeks. Four weeks. It's four weeks in December. Let's read at least one chapter, at least one chapter in Luke for the, um, if we can um, read the whole book of Luke um, before Christmas. And come together as a family. And I'm speaking of, um, to each and every family that's under the sound of my voice. This is a challenge that we read Luke. Read a couple. Uh, if you can read a couple of chapters a day, that's I mean um, a week family and discuss it. You know, on a weekend or whenever. But to, or, or you don't have to discuss it. Just have them read um, the book of Luke before Christmas. We come together on Christmas and talk about what you read. That's a challenge. Because the book of Luke, if I'm not mistaken, Tink, if you can help me out, if the book of Luke um, tells us about the origin, the birth, the ministry, the death, the um, the resurrection, and um, Jesus Christ ascending. Jesus Christ or what? Ascending. Resurrection? No, you want you want to read the book of John. For the book of uh, what about Luke? Luke is not. Um, what what is Luke? So the book of Matthew, Mark, and Luke gives a narrative uh, about the events and all that. The book of John gives an actual explanation of Jesus Christ and God. Okay, so let's do the breath. Okay, so let's do this. Let's do the book of Luke. We talked about the origin. The um, the birth, the ministry, and the death, and the resurrection. Let's do that for the book, um, the book of Luke, and we'll come no, back. You would, you would have to, you'd have to do that out of Matthew or Mark. Okay. So they give the, they give the chronicle line of Jesus Christ. Okay. But but who but who God who Jesus Christ actually is is the book of John. Okay, so let's they, do that. Let's do what? So, so we'll do that. We'll do the book of John. We'll do the okay. um, 
the book of John, and then we'll talk about it on on um, on Christmas Day. And I, that's, that'll be a challenge for everybody that's under the sound of my voice. Okay? And we'll do it as well. And we'll talk about it. Um, it's a, it's a, um, after Christmas. It's the 28th. So we'll come back on the 28th, the, um, the Thursday after Christmas, and we'll talk about it as well. Okay? So that's a challenge for everybody that's under the sound of my voice. To, um, to read John, and we'll come back and we'll, um, we'll discuss it. So, if anybody under the sound of my voice who does not know Christ as a personal Savior, as you can hear, as the Royal Blue talk about our experiences, uh, they're real. <laughs> they are real and alive. And, they, and when I tell you God is good, He sees us through every last everything that we go through. God gets the last laugh and he always brings us out and we always get a, he's there. And I just urge you, just get to know him. Stop praying over your family. Pray over your kids. I put out a video today about uh, praying mother. Okay, the power of a praying mother. I'm not saying the fathers are not, but the power of a praying mother. We have, it works. I'm telling you, it works. Just ask Christ to come into your heart, to lead and guide you every day, and pray over these kids. Pray over your kids. Pray over your house. Pray over your husband. You know, if your kid's not acting right, pray. Ask God to show you, you know, show them who they're hanging around and why they're acting the way they're acting. And God will lead you, and my kids will tell you, I show up places that they didn't even know that I even knew that they were there. God led me there. I'm telling you, God will show you some stuff, okay? He'll show you some stuff, but let's pray. Let's get to know God. Let's you know, call on him. He'll answer. Seek him. Seek him first. And believe me, he, he'll, 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 he'll answer your prayers. But um, um, just get to know him. Just get to know him. Um, Vanessa, you want to pray us out? And thank you, um, uh, Elder Oliver. No, can you go ahead and pray? Yes, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for another Thursday, Lord God. I thank you um, for my family, Lord God. I thank you for my husband, Lord God. Continue to use him for your glory, Lord God. Continue to keep your heads of protection around all of us, Lord God. And we just want to say thank you for who you are in our lives, Lord God. And whoever's listening to this um this broadcast of this under the sound of my voice, Lord God, touch them, Lord God. Touch their families, Lord God. Touch their hearts, Lord God. Help them to seek you more, Lord God. Because once they seek you, Lord God, then their desires will change, Lord God. And we just want to say thank you for everything that you're about to do in their lives, Lord God. Continue to use us, Lord God, for your glory, Lord God, so we can be that light that you called us to be, Lord God. Continue to be the light into our path and the lamp into our feet, Lord God, so we can walk this straight and narrow road that you have put before us, Lord God. And we just want to say thank you in Jesus Christ's name. We pray, Amen. Y'all, good night. Amen. Amen.